Hey, sports fans, thanks for stopping by. I'm Hosk, and finally the pod has come back to the airways. I'm Jones, and I could use another lobster roll. I'm Kudo, and I enjoy watching women's tennis. Let's get into sports and stuff. What are we talking about? I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. Or not. Ball into the wind of it is first offering. Just a bit outside. You're an announcer with a long stick from time to time. Catch them all, Joe. You'll never hit a bigger home run in your life. The golden goal. It's funny to me, too. Screw them. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. On tonight's episode, we're catching up on all the hockey news we missed. A couple big trades happened at the MLB trade deadline. Hosk has stuff to talk about, including a big change in WWE leadership, a popular 2000 sport making a return in 2023, NFL training camp, and of course, tennis fashion. And to close the show, Jones may or may not put us on the grill. This is Into Sports and Stuff. I bet you he may not. Oh, <laughs> you just never know. I hope it's not. He's only had a month to think of questions. So. I can't remember my trivia question that I had for Kudo about baseball. I remember the answer. I just can't remember the trivia question. Well, why is it only for me? Oh, I remember it. I, uh, I told Hosker uh, the, the question already. I got it right on the radio. I was pretty, uh, pretty proud of myself. Something to do with... Did Shohei Otani steal when he was on base in the All-Star game? No, he uh, he got picked off. Oh, right. So there's only been two players in MLB history to get picked off in back-to-back All-Star games? Uh, I think that was the question. Something like that. It was something to do with get picked off or get caught stealing in back-to-back All-Star games. Do you know who the other player is, Kudo? Fuck, probably not. Well, if you had to I guess, who would you guess? I can't remember any of the fucking All-Star games. It's not a recent one. It's not a recent one. Yeah, I'll give you that much. Um, John Croc. <laughs> <laughs> the one testicled wonder? <laughs> pretty sure the answer was Willie Mays. Uh, I'm pretty really? sure that is correct. Really, Mays Hayes? <laughs> Willie Mays Hayes, yeah. The legend himself. No fucking way. I don't believe it. Well, someone will have to Google fact check that for me because I'm not doing it. <laughs> so, uh, what else have you guys been up to? It's been, a, been like three weeks, maybe a month. I ate lots lot. of lobster. Had lots of lobster. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, how was that trip? It was pretty good. I was at least buzzed every day. I had five different lobster rolls. And two fresh lobsters that I like. One I picked myself. I'm like, I want that one right there. It was swimming in a tank. I just was like. How come you weren't doing lobster roll reviews on Instagram for us? Yeah. I I probably should have, you know. And I thought you were going to say you caught the lobster yourself. No, they they don't let you go out on those kind of boats. (laughs) They just pull traps off the beach, probably. Probably. (laughs) Yeah. And was it uh, Red Lobster where you got the lobster? <laughs> yeah. No, I was. I went in the subway. You know, got that's where I got my first lobster roll. No. <laughs> oh, no, the McDonald's over there. You know, yeah. lobster rolls. Man, the town that we are staying in has a bylaw that they're not allowed to have drive-throughs. What? Why? It's it's part of the town bylaw. They're not allowed drive-throughs. That's fucking so, like weird. Tim Hortons gotta go inside to get your coffee if you want a coffee don't even have a mcdonald's in town best best restaurant in town is called the church and you got it it is an old church they have turned into a restaurant so i did go to mass while i was there (laughs) it's perfect so you get mass and a dinner and yeah mass and beer most likely yeah you know you didn't get wine like they normally do in church Ah, uh, Chantel, Chantel took the wine. Nice. Yeah. And uh, lots of good wineries out there. They're now trying to take over for 
the wine capital of Canada, I guess. They're uh, trying to compete with Niagara. A lot of them are taste better than the Niagara wines, I'm not going to lie. So They're on their way? They're on their way, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, and, and for the listeners that don't know, Jones was in uh, uh, Nova Scotia near Halifax, so yep. um, that's, that's where he's getting all this stuff. <laughs> I, I, was at, I was in Wolfville to be uh, for most of my trip, which is the home of the Acadia Axemen, all you uh, college or university athletes, you know, Canadian. Shout out uh, Ian Holder. Yeah, Mike Cazola, alumni of the Axemen. Yeah, so that's one kid I haven't seen in years, Ian Holder. I saw a picture of him in a suit and a wedding suit. He got married. What? Where the fuck is he living? I don't know. Uh, Last I saw him was a couple of years ago. He was still living over uh, over by me and renting uh, Audrey's dad's place. So I think I was. I saw him. Did I see him there with you? It was at uh, Bar's Cottage. Okay, so I didn't see him at Bar's Cottage, but I feel like I went there maybe with Bar. Maybe. Who knows? But yeah. Anyways, should we talk some sports on this, uh, or is this just going to be an all stuff, uh, Jones Jones vacation stuff pod? I'm just, I'm just <laughs> seven minutes in, we haven't talked about sports at all. <laughs> just well, he asked me what I've been up to, and I was just trying to fill the listeners in on the. Uh, yeah. The goings on, you know. We've been gone for so long. They need to know what we're up to. We forgot how to podcast. No, this is pretty good podcast. I think people <laughs> enjoy this right now. We're talking. Yeah, like people are gonna have their mouth watering thinking about lobster rolls. If you've never had one, delicious. By the way, I don't think I've um, had one. Well, so is it just like a hot dog with lobster? Is that? Uh... It, it's pretty much like a hot dog, but made with lobster. Um, some people make them on hot dog buns or. Not really, you know the hot dog buns that the side yeah, I got looks, like a panini bun or oh well, no, you know like so there's the wonder hot dog buns that have like the sides cut off and they look like toast bread. Yeah. Okay. But they're so they're not like all the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Those are the some buns that people use. Other people get more into the hamburgerish type buns. Some people make them with mayo. Some people don't. Some use like vinegars and stuff like that. My favorite was actually made by my brother's now wife's mother. It was the best one I had while I was out there. And I don't know why. Maybe it was because it was the first one, but she did make a pretty good lobster roll. I had two of them. (laughs) So your brother's mother-in-law. Yes. Nice. So if you're, um, you know, if you're ever out in near Wolfville in Port William, uh, you could stop over at her house and ask her for a lobster roll, and they're delicious. So, all right then, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. I know you're a world traveler, and all, or a, not a world traveler, a national traveler. You never know; yeah. you might have to go to the Halifax airport. Yeah, you never know. Pretty nice airport too, by the way. Things flew smoothly through there. Yeah, I was so, flying back into Toronto. I didn't fly into Toronto. I flew into Kitchener. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Let me You're tell you. Bullshit. Because I, I had the kids, so I was one of the last ones to get off the plane at the end of the flight because I had to grab some bags from the overhead. And I was just like, let's just wait till the people get off. We'll get off a lot near the end. We did that. By the time I got off the plane, walked down the ramp, across the tarmac into the new arrivals section of the Kitchener-Waterloo Airport, my luggage was was already coming around the turnstile and I picked it up and I walked out and I was gone. Perfect. It was awesome. And they have free valet car parking there. So shout out to Kitchener Waterloo airport for your awesome parking. Isn't that considered Breslau? Sure. It's... Uh, I've done some concrete there. So yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> You've walked on some of the sidewalks I was doing. Ah, that's why I tripped on one. Ah, so fuck even. you. Bullshit. <laughs> Anyways, um, enough of my vacation. So um, there's been some hockey stuff going on. I don't know if you guys care to talk about hockey on our sports podcast. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there was some uh, some free agency and some trades in hockey. Have you, have you been paying attention? Kind of. 
I can't believe we haven't podcasted since free agency. Yeah. Hmm. It's all your fault, Jones. Probably. You went away. I fucked our schedule up. The the one that I, the only signing I care about, Jones, is the one that you wanted. Um, I, I just want to know how you feel about the Leafs landing uh, Samsonov to to pair with uh, uh, what's his face, Matt Murray. Matt Murray. Well, they have two maybes in that now. They may yeah, be but good, you, but you but you said he's the one I wanted them to go after, and then they well, got they went up. We didn't that we both thought that they wouldn't be able to afford them. They got them for like million and a half over yes. one year i I'm a, I'm a little shocked on the deal um on i guess he's going for a prove me deal like prove it i'm gonna prove to you guys that i'm a good goalie and i think it's a good signing if he can perform um i'm a little worried that they only have him for a year because i i think if he has a good season it's going to be the same thing like jack campbell where they're not going to be able to afford him, and he's gone, and we're back to square one. He's RFA though. Yeah. So, so, he, so he's he's going to be an RFA. So they'll worst case be able to take him to arbitration. Yeah, but right, what what's the arbitrator going to give him? Maybe I don't know. I don't know how they really base that stuff. I think it's off stats from the season that season, but don't hold me to that because I don't really know. Um, yeah, it's it's about like body of work and it's 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 career and season and then they look at like comparable salaries and positions and and that sort of thing and then each team files their claim like you know the Leafs think that you're worth 2.5 and you think you're worth six and then the arbitrator decides yeah based on you know what I'm seeing here you're you know, you're worth 2.5 or you're worth six and he, they don't split. He doesn't split the difference. He just picks one or the other. And, and that's, that's how it goes. So it could, it could work out in their favor. It's just, you know, it is one of those things where you kind of hope they could have locked him up for a little bit longer, but uh, yeah, but I think that they, if he works out, they have that opportunity. So yeah. I think it's, it's a good signing for them. We were right on the dollar dollar figure for Campbell. Um, you know, he signed five years, five million uh, with the with Edmonton. So I think it's pretty clear that the Leafs didn't want to go five year term uh, with Campbell. Yeah, like it kind of like it, that one kind of confuses me just because the fact that they've given basically between Murray and Samsonov, they're spending five million dollars in goaltending. Yeah, I, I don't think it was. I think it's less the fee. I think it was the term. I think that, yeah. you know, it's pretty clear at the end of the day because it's only, you know, $200,000 less than they're paying or more than they're paying Murray. So I'm sure they could have come up with that money. So it, it's definitely it's definitely the term. They got Murray for two years. Campbell for five is, you know, I think is a pretty big question mark. Like, you know, he's played well the last two years. He's he earned himself the starter job. Uh, but he's, you know, 30 something years old or coming up on 30 years old. And he hasn't really proved that he yeah. has the longevity as a, as a starting goalie in the NHL. So I, I think it's, uh, it's, it's basically everything I've been saying about him since we've been doing, like, since we've been talking about him, about his, like, you know, he's, he's proven that he can start, but he also proven that he has like injury problems. Like even last year, you look at last year when he finally got those starters minutes, he, he had that slump through the middle of the season, right? Where it was like, Holy oh boy, is he ever going to like be able to make stop a puck kind of slump? Right. And uh, so I could see why there's, there's question marks on giving him that long of a term. Like I think when you look at Edmonton, they, they had to go all in on a goalie. They, they've, they basically haven't had a goal. Like they have Mike Smith and uh, they had Miko Koskinen. Like their goalies were what I would think probably their biggest yeah. question mark I, and holding them back from competing in the, in the playoffs. Yeah. They're, I don't know. I'm still, I would be skeptical if I'm an Oilers fan about their goaltending. I, I like Campbell. I think he's, he's a legit number one for them right now. If you know, provided he, he performs. 
well, they got no backup and they got no money still. I don't think like they're using what's the kid's name Skinner. I want to say it might be. Yeah, I think it is Skinner like a minor minor league goalie that, you know, had a cup of coffee. He's like 22 years old, something like that. Um, so he's your, your backup guy. Uh, you know, they're, they're still in a little trouble. There are currently $6 million over the cap. Huh. Yeah. They have LTIR for, um, Mike Smith and, uh, Oscar. Clefbaum. Yeah. And, but how long is Mike Smith on LTIR for is the question. I think he's retired. I think he's just going to be out. He's retired, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, well, unofficially, but I don't think he's coming back. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's done. You know, he's 40-something years old. He's I think he's a, 40 right on. He's got a bad injury, so I don't think he's yeah. going to be back. Uh, so. The Calgary Flames are kind of the talk of the NHL right now. Uh, they lose Johnny Hockey, who surprised. Well, I guess as everybody everybody predicted, he went to Columbus, <laughs> just like everyone thought he would. Oh, yeah. uh, so yeah, Johnny uh, Johnny Hockey left Calgary, followed by Matthew Kachuk, um, seemingly wanting out. They obliged Matthew Kachuk, trading him to the Florida Panthers for Jonathan Huberdeau. Mackenzie Weger, a prospect and a first-round pick. Um, and then the Flames have subsequently signed Jonathan Huberdeau to an eight-year, $10.25 million contract. Uh, pretty interesting, that trade at the end of the day. That's a lot of money for Huberdeau, but he's you know proven that he's a top, top player in the league. And uh, you know that trade just looks like an absolute fleecing by the by the Flames at the end of the day. I guess you know Huberdeau and and Weir were going to be UFAs, and maybe you know maybe the the Panthers couldn't afford them. Uh, but you know that trade looks looks pretty good for the Flames right now, especially if they re-sign Weir out of it too. Yeah, I'm I'm a little curious on that trade. Like, I think. Mind you, the contract I think they gave Huberto is a little bit excessive. I don't think he's a ten and a half million dollar player, but I think to get him locked up and get him where um, to keep him there just really improves that trade for the uh, for the Flames. If it was just a one, like if they couldn't re-sign him, I think the the trade was a little. You know, it was probably more even, but yeah. yeah. But I think them being able to resign him and get him get him locked up, I think that's a I think it's a win for for the Flames. I'm not. Uh, I think Matthew Kachuk's a good player, but I don't think he's Jonathan Huberto. I think Uyghur is the key in this trade too. Like I think those guys, like Huberto and Kachuk, are pretty much a wash, and then you get Uyghur, who's like. He was a legit top four, you know, shutdown defenseman. He was playing with that Aaron Ekblad there, um, yeah. and then Sherrod after Ekblad got hurt. Uh, and you and you get a first round pick. Like obviously, it's going to be a low. You anticipate with Florida, it's going to be a low first round pick, but it'll be, you know, it'd be anywhere from early to late twenties. You know, absolute win for the Flames. Like you know, they they did their fan base. Uh, Solid, I guess. After after losing uh, Johnny Gaudreau um, to free agency, you make that trade to you lose Kachuk, but you know you definitely make up for it. I think so. Guy that didn't want to be there, that you kind of didn't have a lot of leverage with because he wasn't coming back, and and you turned it into that return. Yeah, I I still don't. I'm not a big fan of these players. Like, like I get why he's like I don't want to be there. It was good for the Flames because the Flames were able to like trade him and get something for him. But like, it's like, why do you want to go play in Florida? Because of the weather and everything. I, I I think it's I think it's more. There's no tax in Florida, right? Like, just Kachuk's going to Florida. He's making nine five, and he's making nine five. Like that's what he's making. That's what he's taking home. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas if he's making ten five and 
Calgary. I don't know what the tax is in Calgary, but yeah, I don't I, know the top end, but he's probably taking home seven. Yeah, like so. I think that's one of. I think this that's more of a major issue that the NHL and the NHLPA need to look at, and their next bargaining agreement maybe is somehow to figure this out where it's just it handicaps teams that are in a situation of a higher like where their their taxes are higher right because like even look at the tampa bay lightning they signed Braden point to a sweet deal but they were able like anyone else that was going to try and get Braden point was going to have to sign him for so much more because he's taking home what his number is right and i think I think that handicaps teams. Yeah, I'd agree. Any other signings out there that jumped at you guys on uh, Palat signed with the Devils? I thought that was a big one. Still confused by the Johnny Goudreau signing in Columbus. Like, I just don't... I don't get it. Yeah, it sounds like um, Rick Nash and um, Dorsett. What's his name? Is it Dorsett? Used to play for London. Used to play for Columbus. I think it's Dorset, Derek Dorset, or something like that. Derek Dorset, Dorset. Yeah, I think it's Dorset. It might be. Yeah, Derek Dorset. He's a fighter. He's kind of third, fourth line guy. Okay. Anyway, he's a scout there or something now. Um, but I'm pretty sure he he somehow brought him in. I don't know if you guys saw the Columbus release a uh, kind of a, a, a signing video of like what was going on, and then like you know. Yarmo, Yarmo talked to him and he's like, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> you know, they just kind of called him up and said, yeah, this is what we got. And Johnny's like, I'm interested. I'll let you know. I'll call you back or something. And they signed him. That was it. He's like, can we put you on a, can we get you on a, send you a jet for tomorrow? And he's like, yeah, it should be okay. <laughs> and they brought him <laughs> to a tour like the next day after they signed him. Like, yeah, we're just waiting, we're just waiting on approval from our owner who's in, in the air right now. As soon as he lands, we'll, uh, you know, we'll confirm. <laughs> it was it was kind of cool, but yeah, like Rick Nash, I think walked in. He's like, yeah, I just talked to D. He's interested, or something like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't even think they thought he was coming there. I don't think they approached him. I think, well, I think they approached him later in the day, then not like sent him. Just had a offer in his inbox or something. Interesting. Yeah, it's probably pretty fluid uh, how those things work, but it's yeah. kind of a nice, interesting look. It's on. It'll be on Columbus's Twitter page if you want to look it up. I'll have to take a look. I'm just thinking, like, Ottawa did some major moving and shaking. Yeah. You signed know. Claude Giroux, which we, we predicted they would. Yeah. Um, did we talk about Alex Dabrinkat going there? I think we did. Yeah, Maybe. that was a draft day trade. Pretty, pretty sure we did anyways. But they're definitely... And then they traded... Uh, they made a goalie trade. They traded... Yeah, was we talked about that one too. Cam Talbot for yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've they've gotten a little bit better. Not haven't done much on the back end, uh, but they've got some good prospects coming up on the back end. Detroit got a lot better. Yes, they did. They signed. Well, they had, we already talked that they got Huso, but they signed um, David Perron. They signed a bunch of guys, like nice, nice fits for for the team. Peron, Kubelik, uh, I'm just quickly scrolling through here. Sherratt, I wish this was up by team instead of like, Chicago's weird to me too. Like they've signed players, but they're, yeah, they're trading everyone. And well, they signed, well, they, they got to fill a roster out. So they signed Domi to a one-year deal and somebody else to a one-year deal. I saw. Domi, Colin Blackwell, Andre Athanasiu. That was the one, yeah. Cop, Cop went to, Andrew Cop went to Detroit. Yep. Klingberg signed with uh, the, the Ducks. Ducks last week. Yep. One-year deal. Can we talk about Nazem, Carolina? Nazem Kadri's still out there. Uh, he's rumored to maybe go to the Islanders. Yeah, I heard that as well. I heard that, I've heard that Lou Lamorello has a few players that, he is, that have already been made like he, he doesn't he just releases it all one day like before training camp but he's, he's made a like like yeah year, like but that. i think he's got a couple trades that he needs to mo- like he's got some money he needs to move out hmm. so 
it's incredible though how the Islanders can make all these signings and then they just they just sit on them and all of a sudden they just release everything one day. He's just like, oh yeah, we, we better let the media know that we've, we've yeah. done these signings. You know, like. And like every, and it's like so quiet too. Like you don't hear real much really about it. Like it's rumored that these guys are going there, but you don't like you haven't heard it from anybody that yeah. that's really in the the know. Like you haven't really heard it from Kadri. Oh yeah, I'm going to Islanders. Right? It's like he's basically been told by Lou to keep his mouth shut. Yeah. Even though so, I feel like it's been rumored for like weeks that he's going there. Yeah, but like you have, it's been rumored, but it's not like. There's no real big guy coming out and saying it. Like you just keep hearing these, like, "Oh yeah, I think he's going there," but I'm not sure. Yeah. No. Have we talked about Carolina and how they got Brett Burns and Max Pacioretty? Well, we no. have not. I don't think. Yeah. They made those two big trades, and then apparently now Max Pacioretty is going to be out for like six months. Hey, he's oh. torn Achilles. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> he was Max Pacioretty was. Uh, really giving it to Las Vegas, eh? About what? I saw some stuff come out about him. I forget what he was saying, but almost to the point where it's like, we're playing in Las Vegas, no one cares if we have a shitty season. Hmm. Uh, What did he say? Is that about the fan base, or is that about his team? I think it's a... Patriotty believes Golden Knight organization lacks accountability. Oh. Uh, well, they're just man. They're just running it like a fantasy hockey team right now, which is, you know, I don't know how good that is for the the long term health of the of the franchise. But yeah, been thinking about it a lot lately. When I first got to Vegas, it was weird that there was like no accountability. And I'm not talking about in the team. I'm talking about like ever. You couldn't feel pressure coming off anyone else. From the coach to the management. Oh, just they're too comfortable. Well, they've gone through like three coaches already. Yeah. I'm trying to think who else uh, who else signed. He goes, he said, I mentioned that at the end of the year that no one is really holding us accountable. If we had a bad year like this, the city would have to be on fire in Montreal. And here in Vegas, it's 80 degrees and it's sunny and we're getting our cars washed and getting our organic food and going to play around a golf. <laughs> it was kind of like we've got to police this thing a little better amongst each other. What's he so fucking I don't want to say it was a country club, but you have to be... But you have no one from the outside holding us accountable. So I think he's saying like the, like the media could care less about it and all that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? The fan base is like, they're there, but they're not there kind of, I don't know. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, oh, so my, oh, the Bruins. How about yeah. the Bruins? They re-signed Bergeron. Yeah, I was just going to say, my hands are not getting Bergeron this year. Yeah, yeah, there you go, fuck. Kudo. Fuck. I hate to say I told us so. <laughs> but I told us so. Told us so. <laughs> What's the kind of person to say I told us so? But you know what? I told us so. I fucking I told us so. That's a, that's a very team-friendly signing, eh? Yeah. For Bergeron. Like yeah, two point five million dollars or something like that. Yeah, yeah, two point five in incentives though could be five million. Yeah, I think I think Krejci has something similar. He's got like one and a half and another one and a half incentives or something like that. Krejci's and, one one mil, but he's got incentives too. I think. Yeah, two point five for Bergeron, one mil for Krejci, and Pavel Zaka got three point five. Three point five. Yeah. Yeah, Krejci's got two mil. In a sense, in incentives. Yeah, yeah. Original's yeah. got the two point five million. Okay, cool. Crazy, but I don't. I don't know how incentives work. Whether they count against the cap immediately, like, or you just have to have room. No, I, the, I th- for some reason I feel like they count against the cap the following year. Hmm. That might oh. make sense. if you exceed it, maybe. Yeah. I don't know why, but I feel like that's how it works. Yeah, that's probably how it works with like rookie contracts and stuff too, because I think they get incentives. <sighs> All right, any other uh, any other hockey stuff you guys want to talk about? I don't think so. I'm just getting ready. You know, season's about getting a little bit closer, getting the itch. I'm getting the itch to get on the ice. 
Oh, I don't even know if I'm ever going to get back on the ice. You old. I'm old. That's, uh, yeah, we'll see. Maybe one day. Yeah, carry over bonus overages. What is this? Carry over bonus overage penalties from the previous season due to performance bonuses earned that resulted in the team exceeding the salary cap upper limit. Hmm. There you go. There you go. The MLB trade deadline came and went. Blue Jays are playing better, but the model's still not looking good. And, uh, yeah, big trade at the deadline. Juan Soto went from... You already know, though. Juan Soto, Juan Soto. You already know, though. Uh, no, I don't know who that is. Uh, he went from the Nats <laughs> to the Padres. Went <laughs> uh, to, like, six prospects going the other way, something like that. And Luke Voigt um, was supposed to be Eric Hosmer going the other way, but they block. He blocked the trade. <laughs> Did Hosmer uh, go somewhere else? Yeah, he yeah, went to them, they traded him to Boston. Boston. <laughs> oh, the Boston traded away two players and then added three players. Then they released Jackie Bradley Jr. Like they don't know what the fuck they're doing right now. And then the Jays just picked him up or signed him. Yeah, Jays just signed Jackie Bradley Jr. Yeah. Don't know whether he's going to take over for Simber or whether they'll DFA him. They just have him until Springer comes back and then they'll figure it out, I'm guessing. So can he play in the playoffs? I think so uh, because he was a free agent and he's on the roster before September 1. I think that's – they just can't make Cause it, ro- cause they roster can te- trade. Yeah. Okay. Can they not make trades still, but they just can't play in the playoffs? Is that not? I think that is correct. Um, I know there was some rule, something about like something along those lines. So I didn't know how it worked as a um, a free agent signing. Yeah, I think they can still add to the roster because they could. You can add people within the system. So I think they can still add through free agency because anybody has a chance at them. I guess. Okay. Um. But I don't, I don't know for sure. Huh. They really? Do you think they really should have added some starting pitching depth? Yeah, that could have been one of my grill questions right there. Yeah. Well, uh, they added uh, they added one or they had three pitchers, but only one of them has any length, and they added him knowing that Kikuchi sucks and that um, <laughs> Stripling was already injured. Like it didn't make any sense why they wouldn't add chicken strip. They wouldn't add. White, who has minor league options, could have just been in the minors um, if they, you know, didn't have room for him, and and then added a starter. Still, like they obviously needed a starter. Yeah, Whit Merrifield's a pretty nice fit. Kikuchi's awful, or has yeah. been awful. And what's going on with Springer again? What's he got going on? He's a band aid. Is he like hurt? Yeah, he's hurt again. He's a band aid. I don't know if we lost Kev there or not. No, sorry, I'm still here. It's really. I thought he puzzled. was having a delay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck, he's delayed. Yeah, Kudo's like he's a band aid, and then Kev was like, can't hear anything. Then he looked, his face looked puzzled. Yeah, still looks puzzled. The stuff's not going right at work. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> that or the gummies kicked in. <laughs> or both. Could be both. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. What were we talking about? Springer. Oh, I asked what was wrong with Springer, and Kudo goes, "He's a band aid." So, I, I got to the point where he's hurt. I don't know what he's got going on with him, but it says elbow. I think maybe. Would a position player get Tommy John or no? They yeah, can. they could. Yeah. Yep. I know somebody who has. I don't think he will. I think he'll do everything he can to not get Tommy John. So, like needles like to numb it kind of thing well you just rest and you know he doesn't have to use it as much right so you rest you know he like it might it might be okay um you know if you're not throwing 100 every day right so yeah i guess that's true he's not really like how many times does he have to throw the ball yeah hard in a game right yeah fucking orioles what, they tie it up? Take the lead? Uh, no. They just got one back. Jays are still up one. 
It's all right. I didn't bet on the Blue Jays today. It's because I bet on the cards. Instead. The Redbirds. They fucking suck. Let me tell you. Who's up to bat in this Houston game? We really need a... Probably not Alvarez. No, he just fucking struck out again. Fucking bastard. Stupid. Okay, that's besides the point. <laughs> How's the Dodgers model? Uh, well, while I was away, I could not bet it. So I was, you know, I missed a lot of Dodgers games. But I still think the whole, like, winning and losing, like, if they don't win... They're still winning. Like the games they win, I think, are still been over a run and a half. I don't think they've had very many close games in the last little while. Because I'm pretty sure they just like came off a series where they destroyed the Padres. Yeah, they sure did. Four nothing. I did not eight, bet the model of that series though, because I was worried about the Padres. Eight three eight one, and that was it. I thought they played them four times, but I guess I was wrong. Gurriel just made a really nice catch. Yeah, he did. The pineapple. They outscored them twenty to four. The Padres, like the the Brewer or Dodgers. So that's tonight. They got the Twins. Twins added at the at the deadline. They look pretty good. All right, let's get into the important stuff. Hosk there you stuff. go. Hosk stuff. Kudo. Yep. Vince McMahon retired. From the WWE, amid a lot of allegations that he paid to make sexual misconduct go away yep. uh, over the years. Um, so he's officially retired. Stephanie and uh, uh, Nick Khan are the co-CEOs uh, or co-chairs of the board or something like that. Yep. And um, Triple H taking over creative. Yes. Already bringing back familiar faces from NXT. Yep. And letting them be who they were in NXT, which is a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. What are your what are your thoughts overall? Um, WWE is getting very interesting again to watch. They've got me intrigued. Agreed. Like, yeah. I haven't watched okay. the, this week's, like Monday, Night Raw. But I heard uh, somebody else shows up from NXT that was gone for a while. Yeah, that makes it really interesting, especially the way they did it. Yeah, because he appears in the does. crowd and acts like, like almost like he's like a fan that just showed up, and then they take him away. The, the lunatic that Dexter Loomis is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking awesome. That character. I don't know what it is about him that I like, yeah. but I like it. Yeah, Carrie Cross is back, and he's in character with the uh, with Scarlet. Yeah, which I, I was shocked to see him come back. Yeah. And then they put put him right in the feud with um, with Roman Reigns, yeah, and Drew McIntyre for that matter, I guess. Mm-hmm. So he could go either heel or face, I guess, at this point. Yep, um, which is pretty good. Uh, what was I just thinking? There's something that happened. Uh, oh, Brock Lesnar retired. He took a curtain call after the Last Man Standing match at uh, at SummerSlam. Uh, he's, he's stepping away for right now, anyways. Oh, he actually did. Yeah, I remember seeing him like because like with the way the ring was like tilted up, that he took some pictures like laying like sitting in the ring with it like all yeah. tilted up like that. Yeah, but yeah, that was pretty cool. I knew they were doing something was going to happen with the ring because they didn't have any of the graphic boards up. Yeah, they've taken all that shit away too since like Vince has left. Oh, really? Yeah. Like if you watch Raw, I think now they've taken away a lot of that fucking visual crap, and especially around the um, the turnbuckles, like the posts. Like they used to have like all that graphic crap too. They took that shit down. Yeah, I, think. I think that'll I think that'll come back. I think they just do it for when uh, when they're going to beat up the ring. No, I think uh, that's something that they definitely. It was like a Vince thing, so they took it away. At least that's what <laughs> something I read online about that they're not doing that anymore. Interesting. Yeah. Is Ric Flair done? Nope. He's done? He had his last match ever? No, I think he might have one more match. Or He's, he's doing another one? Oh, I don't know. Maybe he's not doing another match, but he's still it's doing... Andrade and Rick to beat uh, Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Which, like, that happened after Jeff Jarrett was a special guest referee. Yeah. Like, the next night. Yeah. Which I'm shocked that, like, they let him do that. I guess they just brought him back because it was in Nashville. 
I guess that's the only reason he was. The but he's with WWE there. apparently, because I think he's working like back stage or some shit. Because he was on the uh, Broken uh, Skull Sessions with uh, Stone Cold. Nice. And he's back working with WWE, like backstage doing some shit. Maybe the forbidden doors open. Yeah, now they can because Triple H will probably allow it. Mm-hmm. They've been talking about that. I just sent you something in our podcast group just because we were talking WWE and it made me think about something. I want to know your guys' thoughts on what I just sent you. Player of the game, Brett the Hitman Hurt. Best there is, best there was, best there ever will be. Yeah. It's the Griffin's player of the game belt. That's our that's the team's player of the game belt. For what team? The team Your we're coaching. Team? Yeah. Your hockey. Is it made? It's it's been ordered. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask that's... how much it costs, but it's it's ordered. Probably like <laughs> fucking seven hundred dollars. No, it was like three ninety or something. Oh, that's not bad. Jesus. 390 steep. Yeah, it's what they say. I think it was three. Kuda's on there looking for one right now. He's no, I already made one. I made a <laughs> hockey fantasy one. Three 370. All right, keeping the keeping the train on the tracks here. The sen- 2000 sensation coming back. Professional slam ball returning in 2023. Thoughts. <laughs> I don't even remember Slam Ball. I don't I know. Think. I'm like, uh, is that like Spike Ball or? Slam Ball guys, was like. It's the basketball with the trampoline. Trampoline and, basketball, yeah. Oh, fuck. And they, like, yeah. they can like tackle and stuff. It's like a full contact sport. It's like basketball, gymnastics, and football all in one. Not bad. I'm. Uh... They, they say it's the perfect time to come back because um, sports fans have a short attention span. I guess it was such a big hit because the games are only like 30 minutes. Yeah, so you watch a you watch a full slam ball game in like thir- a thirty minute uh, time slot, I guess. So, yeah, makes sense to me. I'll probably give her a gander. I'll, I'll I'm not gonna lie, I'll probably tune in, especially if it's in like if they put it on in the right months, like July and August. Yep. Yeah, Boy. it's coming back in the summer for sure. You put slam ball in July and August, I'll definitely turn it on because, you know, there's not much on right now. Yeah. Um, well, there's going to be a lot on pretty soon. NFL football making its return in training camp right now. Yeah. Lots of storylines. Um, sounds like Kareem Hunt wants out of Cleveland. Deshaun Watson was suspended, um, by the NFL six games by the independent arbitrator. And the NFL has appealed that suspension. So the way the process works is first it goes to the independent arbitrator, then either side can appeal, and then it goes to the league for final decision, which makes fucking no sense to me. I'm so confused, and I'm pretty sure from what I've been hearing is like Deshaun Watson is like, just give me the year. Um, Like because of the way his salary is, if he no got bonus or something, yeah, like his his pay this year. If he were to be suspended out of his salary, he only loses like three hundred forty thousand dollars or something like that. Like his money really kicks in next year. So I think they were like they were planning that he was going to get suspended. I don't know if it they they knew he was going to get suspended once they made a trade, once he was put on a roster that some, they were actually going to play him. They knew who was going to get suspended. So the way they worked his contract was like the first year of your contract, you're basically going to make peanuts. So when you do get suspended, you're not really losing any money kind of thing is from my, from my understanding of his contract. Yeah. I heard a lot of owners weren't happy about it. Yeah. Cause like he was guaranteed once he got like a, $250 million guaranteed contract or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Fully guaranteed. Yeah. And I think, like I said, I think in year one, he's only making like $345,000. And then year two, he, he's like, he, he got, he got a big signing bonus on, on signing. Yeah. And but, then, and then it's his like in season salaries, like nothing. It's yeah. Like league minimum for this year. And I yeah. think next year his salary is like forty-two million dollars or something like that. Yeah. So, 
Uh, do you guys see that um, uh, Dallas is all pro cornerback? Uh, Trayvon Diggs deleted his social media after uh, a viral video was going around about him getting beat by the, the six-string wide receiver. <laughs> I did hear that, yeah. Yeah. What can I say? Sometimes you get beat by a six-ring, sixth, uh, six wide receiver. That's it. that's his style of play, anyways. Though he does that, like he jumps, he tries, he's so aggressive, he jumps roots, and if he reads it wrong, then he gets burned. Like yeah. that's, that's just the way he plays. Like you watch him all season, like he. That's you're right. Like he gets burnt all the time on that play. Like remember the. Remember the uh, the Patriots game? He makes like uh, he makes a big interception. I think he returned it for a pick six. The very next play, he tries to jump a route again, and he gets burned. And they go down and score, and like the game goes to overtime. Yeah. So he's a big risk reward guy, which you know what I'm okay with. I think if you're going to make the plays, like he made some plays last year. He had, I think he led the league in interceptions or was close to the top in interceptions. So if he's going to make the plays, I'm okay with him getting burned every once in a while. But I think there is also a time and a place. Like, you know, if you're up seven with under two minutes to go kind of thing, it might be, okay, well, let's try not jump routes. We'll, uh, yeah, he's got to learn from. Him. He's got to be less aggressive. Yeah, when, in certain time again. Yeah, certain times. How about the uh, the Raiders running out uh, Josh Jacobs in the first for the first quarter of the first preseason game, which was a Hall of Fame game on that shitty ass field in Canton? Yeah, there was there's talk about them trying to figure out their running back room. I think um, I was listening to Pat McAfee today or yesterday, and he. Uh, he was speculating that um, the he, that um, what's his name McDaniel's or whatever the yeah the Josh McDaniel's is. yeah so he's bringing the uh, the Patriot way and they just kind of use and abuse running backs you know it's like you know next man up you use you know one game you get 150 yards next game you get zero touches yeah uh, they, they they run a you know a full a full running back room of, uh, of players out there. And then uh, once your contract's up, they let you walk and they bring somebody else in to replace you. And uh, that's what they're, they're kind of speculating. So Jacobs might still be the number one guy, probably be their, their biggest guy, but there'll probably be games where he does nothing. And Kenny and Drake has lots of touches or, you know, one of the rookies gets lots of touches or something like that. So, yeah, I'm just trying to find their depth chart right now. Just to stay on NFL news, did you guys see Marshawn Lynch was arrested on a DUI? I did see that. So there's that, you know. No, I did not see that. Can you guys hear me right now? Yeah. Yep. Okay, because I just got an error message. So I just want to make sure you're... No, you're still good over here. Well, we better get to the end of this fucking podcast, then. <laughs> They're... Fucking, they have two, four, six, seven running backs on their depth chart right now. Yeah, sounds about right. That's a, that's a big, full room. Uh, any other football stuff you guys want to chat about? Um, no, I think we'll get into more of the, the football preview once we get a little bit closer to the season, season. kicking off in like three weeks, maybe. I think it kicks off. Yeah. Uh, Kudo, I know. Uh, you were a big fan. Why don't you talk? You guys, you wanted to talk about Bianca Andreescu's uh, outfit for her uh, her day two of uh, the, uh, the Citibank Open in Toronto. Well, that was Jones talking about her outfit. I just oh, said she sorry. lost. She looks like she lost some weight, and that I really like the Fernandez Canadian girl. Ah, uh, okay. She rocked it the night before. So I was just like, we're recording Tuesday night. It's Monday night. She pl- she played and she did really well. I enjoyed watching I was, that. I was just more confused of the whole the skirt. The skirt looked like it was a sweater that was tied around her waist. Yeah. And like the shorts were like the bike shorts were like pretty long. Yeah, it was just a very um interesting attire, that's all. It was no wow. like Maria Sharapova look or anything like that. Let me put it that way. Yeah, because usually the skirt the is long and the bike shorts are like short. Yeah. 
short but shorts. she went the opposite way and had her bike shorts long and her skirt kind of short yeah so it looked kind of odd yeah it was just odd that's all it was like i said no maria sharapova but she won her match so that's yeah. good so congratulations it was so uh we've got two canadian girls right now moving on she's nice. she's definitely Has, uh, did rebecca marino win today I don't know. I have no clue. I didn't see this afternoon. She's definitely battling some injuries. Bianca Andreescu. So, you know, I think good. she's battling some demons more than anything. I think she just gets, because she's been injured so much. I think she just worries about being injured all the time. That too. I think it's one of those things where she like, I don't want to see the Western Southern open. Why did you give me that? no lost. She lost. I was just about to say she lost. And I'm pretty sure all the Canadian men are out as well. Brutal. I think. I'm not 100% sure. Pospisil lost today. Some other guy that I have no idea lost today. Shapovalov. Shapovalov lost. I think his match was actually yesterday, but he lost. I think he only got one set in like yesterday. What about Felix? I'm looking for him right now. Shapovalov lost. Oh, Felix got a buy into the second round, I guess. Nice. Because he was a high seed, maybe. His, Good for he, him. He plays tomorrow night at 6.30. Um, for any of the listeners that will hear this on Friday, and we've already... Or Saturday. Or Saturday, and it's... Or Sunday. Or Monday. Or, or Monday. Three weeks from now. Yeah. Or a week from now. <laughs> just, just whenever... Producer Kudo gets some time, you know. Oh, well, the other man. thing is, the World Juniors has started up too, eh? Oh yeah, I was. I'm watching this game right now, and I'm like, yeah, the U.S. is just peppering this fucking German goalie right now. Like, he's got to be having the biggest. Like his groins are going to be on fire. <laughs> he is going to be probably about lost about forty pounds in sweat. Is he gonna end up being the uh, tournament MVP? He's gonna be the he's gonna be the MVP of the game. Nice. Oh, they just scored a very bad goal on him. Oh fuck! <laughs> we jinxed him. Man, it's... Qu- question for you guys though: yeah. Do you think that people are gonna care about this tournament as much watching it in August as they do watching it in January? No, no. Do you have it on right now? There's about no, there's about there's about seven people in the crowd right now watching USA Germany. Yeah, I got I got it on the Jays game. I don't have it on that. But this, okay, oh this, yeah, there's like nobody in the arena. There's no one there. There's like family and friends, and that's it. And have you have, have you noticed how there's like no advertising on the uh, ice really, and like or on the boards? Yeah. Oh so, yeah, they lost. They scored sponsors. another goal. That looks fucking weak. Well, let's put it this way. This guy. Holy fuck. The shots are like 30 to 4. And the <laughs> it's states all... are up by like 4 nothing now. And it's, it's like two minutes into the second period. It's all... Yeah, exactly. Two minutes into the second period and they have 30 shots on net. And the Germans only have two, like four. The U.S. pretty much have the same amount of goals as the Germans have shots. There you go. I don't know. This one's Oh, up. that was the same as the first goal or the last goal. The the weak goals can the the first yeah, weak goal like, is the same is as it, the second weak goal. When's it in? It looks like it doesn't go until the guy crashes the goalie. I don't know. I'm so I, far behind you. I just saw the goal going net now. Adore just hit a two run homer. What? So Jays are losing. Yeah. What inning we in? Bottom eight. Oh, I was gonna bet the comeback, but I don't know. One inning comeback is a hard hard comeback in my eye. Penny, are you on my phone? I don't know where my phone went, Penny. Uh oh. How kind of have to come back, Penny, if you're on my phone? Oh. She does not like that. Yeah, don't piss her off, man. She just didn't get me, man. Oh. She wasn't on. Man down? Nope. We're good. Uh, Cam Smith won the British Open. Pretty sure I won that pool. Haven't tallied it, but. Uh, oh, shit. I'm just going to accept the victory. No, I didn't win shit. I had the winning player. Fuck. I think I won. I think I fucking won. How long ago was this? <laughs> like three weeks ago. <laughs> and now he's uh Smith leaving to go to the Live Tour. He's getting a uh, hundred million dollars over four years or something like that. I like his comment he made after winning about like 
He's going to try to see how many beers fit in that trophy. It was yeah. two. Oh, he yeah, made it. It was exactly only two. two. That's it. Yeah. Ah, fucking weak sauce. Okay, so have you guys heard well, some? Well, st- I'm pretty sure he drank probably a hundred of them, but uh, yeah. So have you heard some stuff about the Live Golf Tour? No, a um, little bit. So I heard something that their winnings come out of their salary. So like Dustin Johnson, let's say, wins a tournament. The $4 million that he gets for winning the tournament comes out of the $150 million that he's being paid to play. Yeah. So then what the hell's the point of trying to win a golf tournament? Well, why would you go there? What well, you got to play anyways. You got to get play to get paid. So why would you try to lose? You're because still going to get paid. Because you're still going to get paid and you don't have, there's, yeah. no, there's no, this, it's not counting against, as of right now, it's not counting against world rankings. So it's not, you can't play in any tournaments. Like well, it doesn't, like. Probably why he hasn't won yet, but I'm pretty sure. No, he's, he's won twice. I'm pretty, has he not won twice? Oh, I don't know. And. Then the other thing I saw was they've got six six golfers, five golfers, five golfers signed for $675 million. Holy fuck. And the total revenue for the PGA Tour in 2020 and 20, 2022 is around $1.5 billion. And that guy goes, but this is not about the money when they're talking about the live, live players. Yeah. Well, apparently a bunch of them have sued the PGA Tour. Um, yeah. So, so one of the against them or something. So one of the lawsuits or one of the things was from I saw it. Um, where's Bob Weeks? Here we go. A trio of live golfers uh, sued to play in the FedEx Cup playoffs because they were they had enough points to be qualified and the arbitrator or judge denied their their claim and then yeah and then there is a lawsuit going out i think phil mickelson and bryson DeChambeau are part of the yeah t- um, tour lawyer says that the three players have earned more money with live golf so far than they have in their pga tour careers <laughs> The funny thing is, um, I, I saw that they're going to be doing uh, relegation. Yeah, they're starting next season, which is pretty interesting. Makes it, you know, it's, it's kind of like cute. They have to go to Q school, I guess, after you get relegated. I think they go um, to the then, Asian tour or something because I think that they're affiliated with the Asian tour. To be honest, yeah, no, but I think they have like a qualifying event. Um, so however many spots they relegate like seven people or whatever. So they get like seven spots up for grabs and they have a tournament for those seven spots apparently. Oh, maybe, I don't know. And then they've, uh, and apparently, apparently like the, the highest ranked players can't get relegated. <laughs> like they, of they course not. Like a, they're like a, a captain's exemption or something like that. Yeah. I did see something from Fred couples as well. Where, where is it? Uh, oh, did I lose it? He says that he sees it comical that these guys, these live golfers, think that they're changing the game of golf. I never thought the cast and crew that would be these guys doing it, but he makes fun of Greg Norman. Basically, he's, he sees the lawsuits as weird, and he. Kn- I have a funny feeling. I know where it's coming from. It's coming from their leader who no one liked for 25 years. <laughs> and that's not being mean. That's just the truth. He's not a friend of mine, but he never would be because we don't get along. So I don't think couples like likes the, uh, the live golf tour hmm. and neither does an Australian guy. I don't know if you saw that article I sent you in that group chat with Dane. Mm, no, I didn't look at it. No, it's just it wasn't like the whole article, but it was just a blurb from the article I saw. It was, um, I think it's his name's Cameron Percy or Stuart Percy. He's an Australian. He's talking about like, um, because it's rumored that Cameron Smith is heading to live, and same with I think Mark Leishman. There's talk, and he goes, the more and more you look into it, some people don't care. Some people have got a conscience and do care. 
it really comes down to, you know, they just executed 80 people this week, just chopped their heads off and they're not nice people in the world. (laughs) So that's, I think that's probably pretty true with a lot of people and why they think this is a, where the money's coming from is weird, I guess. Yeah. All right. Who wants to uh, recap what's been happening in the big brother house? I'm way behind. So still haven't caught up. Yeah. I'm behind by a bunch. I'm caught up, but I don't really haven't been taking notes. Apparently I have five episodes that I'm behind on. Yeah. The The biggest thing, the biggest thing is that it, it seems it's such a funny kind of game that they're playing. Like, everybody thinks they're playing the best game and you get all these guys like, you know, that are fans volunteering to go up on the block and then they keep <laughs> yeah. going home and they can't figure out like what's happening. Like it, it, everybody, they think they have it figured out and they, it, it, it just seems strange that they, you know, haven't put two and two together on a lot of these things yet. And like, I, I'm not sure how I feel about the whole putting them in pairs thing. Yeah. It's, it's a little different. It's um, just I'm like sure that they're only going to be there till jury, so probably another week or two. Um, yeah, but it, it it complicates it a little bit and makes it. But it, you know, with only one pair going up, it you know, yeah, it makes it pretty easily strategic for uh, for them to figure out. So yeah, so yeah, like that. there's I, one alliance that's basically running the game. So yeah, because I just I saw the first episode after the. I saw Pooch go home. Yeah, I saw that. And then I saw the episode, the next evic- eviction. And then that I saw the episode after that. And I think that was the end of where I'm at. Yeah, I'm just trying to find our Big Brother fantasy draft uh, here. I, I've highlighted the three people that I've seen evicted. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to find where we have it. It's, do you want me to move it to the top? Uh, no, I got it here. Okay. My uh, well, I, I won't tell you who goes, but you can highlight another one on my list. <laughs> so my my first person that I lost, she she self evicted. Yep. The oldest guy in the game, we didn't even pick, and he's still going strong. He's yep. gonna end up uh, being one of the last ones there. He's gonna win. <laughs> be the I only guy we didn't pick. That'll it'll be the guy that wins. Yeah. So. I was way wrong about Turner. He's just a hippie. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> way wrong. He's a beauty. <laughs> <laughs> but his, by his picture, like, you don't think that that's, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a very weird picture. He's very pale, though. That's the one thing about him. Yeah. yeah. Very pale. Kudo lost pooch. Yeah. Fucking but, guy. Uh, yeah. Michael's, Michael's looking pretty strong. Yeah, he's a super fan. He's in an alliance with that Brittany girl, right? He's been in like every alliance. He's like partnered with her, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's as far as I've seen is like when they make the partners. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's where I'm pretty much at. They partner up and then that's it. Or I think I know who got nominated and then that's it. Well, um, was Amir the first partner to go home? Uh, Yep. Right. And then... I don't even think I saw that. (laughs) And the partner... Gets to join a different duo, right? Yeah, after, yeah they get to who, the remaining partner gets to yeah. pick a different uh, tandem to join. Like he can break a, a, a partner. No, he just joins, so they become three. Oh, they become three. Gotcha. Or more. That's interesting. I gotta catch up. Yeah, that's what this weekend's fault. for, Kudo. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's gonna happen this weekend. Wow, what do you got going on this weekend that you can't watch some Big Brother? Might be going to my cousin's cottage. Oh, so you're going to be wasted. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Are you going to bring Carly with you or is she going to have to stay home? Uh, I might make her stay home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only going for like Saturday or some shit, I think. Someone's got to keep an eye on the couch and the PlayStation, <laughs> eh, Kudo? Yeah, or I just bring it with me. <laughs> yeah. Where are you going? 
I'm going up to the cottage, but I need something to sleep on, so I'm bringing the couch and, <laughs> and my I'm bringing my PlayStation. <laughs> I just need to put some wheels on the couch. Right. Oh, 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 I just need a goddamn down. RV, and then I'm fucking set for life. <laughs> An RV. Why don't I we just like, get you a van? Because I could be like Cousin Eddie. <laughs> you can live in a van down by the river. Down by the river. When you're living in a van down by the river. <sighs> All right. Anything else we want to talk about? No, I think that's it. Yeah, I think it's uh, about that time to go to bed. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for episode 105. We really appreciate all the support. Please give us a follow on Instagram at Into Sports and Stuff. And follow us on Twitter at Into Sports Stuff. No and in that one. Feel free to email us at Into Sports and Stuff at gmail.com and send us your personal picks of the week. Let us know any topics you want us to talk about on the show. Check out Tee Public and MeUndies in the show notes. And don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe on your podcast player of choice. And we may or may not see you next week, and we'll get into sports and stuff. Hey, Vince McMahon, get the F out and hit the music. That one actually made me chuckle. No chance. That's what you got. Because you got no, no chance. chance. No chance at all. I was say, you when does it say in hell? Right. It's just a Bye. 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 No chance! No chance!